Hi, welcome to For the Culture, the center point of art and entrepreneurship. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to just first of all say that by now at this point, For the Culture is now on all major streaming platforms. So it's on Spotify, Apple's uh, podcast app, and it's also on like Overcast and Google Play and all that stuff. So before you uh, forget, you should go and uh, follow us on all those places, SoundCloud as well, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and you'll be able to see all sorts of crazy shit that we're basically getting up to behind the scenes of these podcasts. So uh, go ahead and follow. But in today's episode, we have a visual artist who I didn't know who was a visual artist and I've known her for years. You know, I've known I've known this person for a long time through mutual friends and um, it's really friggin' surprising to me. But she's done a great job at what she does. She's got tons of followers on her Instagram page and she sells her own art and she applies it to uh, mugs and like all sorts of different things and I'm just like, what the hell, where have I been? So uh, today we have Jade Bateman and we also have her boyfriend Mike. Thank you for joining us, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course, of course. So, um, how you guys doing? Pretty good, thank you. Yeah, good. Great, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Awesome. So, uh, before we start this, I want you know, you obviously know that I've been holding off on all my questions. So, the thing that I want to start off with that I always start with everybody is, how did you start getting into this? And did you keep it like fairly low key, like the whole painting thing for a while, or? How- yeah, well, I've always been a painter. I've been painting since middle school, probably. Um, I always took like a lot of art classes all through school. And uh, I took a hiatus after high school for about six six years or so. Um, intermittently, I'd do a couple little bits. But um, I really started hammering it out this past year just because uh, I realized that I haven't really been embracing my creative side for a long time. So... I decided to take the plunge and just start up my studio and just get at it, basically. <laughs> cool, cool, that's awesome. And um, when you first started, was it very much this abstract style that you're doing now, or was it something completely different? I was always trying to pursue a level of realism, and I realized at one point that it was just, it wasn't me and it wasn't my style, and when I actually started to embrace abstract, I really found myself and uh, my movement in my painting. And that really shot my work to a new level. Right. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. So um, at what point would you say that the whole abstract thing started to come into it um, during your time? Was it like after high school, like after you figured out that you want to get back into it again? Yeah, it was. uh, Well, mostly in high school, again, I was pursuing that realism. And it it was really just in this past year that I started uh, getting into abstract. And I started with what's called paint pouring. It's literally just where you're just pouring, mixing paint and just pouring it on the canvas and just letting it flow. And I found I found it really therapeutic to be able to just release, like just be able to release the paint without actually thinking about where it's going. And I always thought it was really cool looking on top yeah. of that. So it's yeah, like, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. And so Mike, when it, what have you thought about all of this? Like when you first met her, I've actually no idea what, what your dating uh, situation has been. You're engaged. We're engaged. Yeah, we're yeah engaged. we just got engaged a couple months ago. <laughs> Congratulations! <Thank you. laughs> Damn. Well, this isn't really a dating podcast, but, <laughs> but that's very, very cool to know. So, um, so the painting came before Mike did. Then I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very cool. And Mike, at what point did you sort of? What kind of style was she doing when you met her? 
Um, well, it was kind of, um, yeah, just a little bit of everything sort of back into the experimentation of it again. She was right. really sort of, um, yeah, flourishing again. Cause when we first met, she didn't have a whole lot of space to paint and all of that. So then when we moved in together, she sort of got the opportunity to start painting again. And it was a, yeah, it was a little bit of sort of realism, but kind of in an abstract direction. And it definitely, you could definitely tell that she was painting to sort of find, find find how she could get the emotion on the canvas sort of how she wanted kind of thing so right it was a, it, yeah a bit of an uh experimental period uh, right at the start yeah okay okay and in terms of the painting that you do are you trying to like convey a particular emotion every time people see it or is it sort of more of like just for yourself the, it's up open to interpretation um you're just expressing yourself yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of different aspects in a lot of my different pieces. Some of them have a specific meaning, and it's a lot of them are it's fairly obvious. But some of them, I just honestly, I just painted it because I like the colors and I <laughs> and I like to blend them. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. And where do you find the inspiration to do what you do? What do you uh, find the inspiration in? I mean, well, there's uh, other artists, of course. I mean, there's a lot of other artists that I follow that I really emulate or like that I really admire. Um, but for the most part, I'm just kind of finding my way through the paint and trying to create a sense of movement in a lot of my pieces. So you'll find that I have a lot of um, sort of wavy uh, pieces and where the paint is like being dragged through the painting rather than actually being like just uh, detailed. Right. So I always try to create like a sense of a direction on the canvas. Right. And instead of using like paintbrushes and stuff like that, you use wedges. Yeah. So why do you use wedges over paintbrushes or another medium? They just create such an intriguing um, pattern and the way that you can really push paint around with them. I actually, I've used many different things in my paintings. I'll yeah. grab anything in the kitchen basically and try it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anything super weird that you've tried before mm, i have tried a couple knives and uh, spatulas specifically i like to tear the heads off the spatulas and go to town and okay. mike's like we don't have any spatulas what's yeah. happening <laughs> i go to cook dinner and i'm like what happened uh, why do i only have handles now <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious you haven't tried to use food as a way of like pushing no. paint around have you no, no that's a terrible idea <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah yeah i mean it's yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> Very cool. That's awesome. And so, but when you first started, though, you were using brushes and stuff like that? Yeah, when, uh, like, in high school and stuff, that's how we were always tra traditionally taught. And right. And so I was always trying to, like, really force the details and get intricate. And it's like, you know, in, in this way, I can just take a, a huge squeegee or I can take my catalyst wedge and I can just smear the paint around and see where it goes. Sometimes it's awful, but a lot of times it's really cool, the effects you can get. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. How long do you typically take on a piece? Actually, I'm a really fast painter. I usually don't spend more than two <sighs> or three days on a painting. Wow. Yeah. Some, okay. some of my best pieces were no more than four hours. Wow. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> I find that sometimes when I'm making the music that I make, uh, I often, um, if I don't spend too much time working on it, sometimes those are the songs that come out best. So you probably experience that while you're painting as well. Yeah, it just allows me to not overthink so much because mm -hmm. I find that if if I keep dwelling on a painting for too long, I'll just keep working it and working it until the canvas is just brown from mush, you know? Yeah. And so it just kind of 
allows me to just be like, okay, I'm done and I've signed it and that's it. I'm not touching it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and Mike, for you, what's it like as, say, the, you know, the uh, boyfriend or just sort of like the uh, partner like on your end, what's it like to live with an artist and just sort of like be with that person? Well, you definitely have to be very open to it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, at first I, you know, had a hard time sort of understanding like the level of dedication that goes towards it. But I've definitely realized that it's, you know, it's just part of who she is and the personality and you just have to be there to support the other person. And, they have to know that you're there behind them as well. So, you know, and it, it means, you know, picking up some of the other little things every once in a while, like cook more dinners, but then I get to become a better cook. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, but it's, it's really good though, because I, I do enjoy watching her paint and it's been really exciting to see the level of progression, especially committing, being able to commit the time and the space in our home to it has really allowed her the ability to expand on things, try new things. And it's, it's just amazing to watch because I'm like some of the people that, you know, when she does live paintings, like I'm watching her paint, put paint on a canvas for the first time and spreading it around. And I go do something else and come back an hour later and something totally different is on there. And it just amazes me. And and I look at it and go, I have no idea how you pulled that out of your mind <laughs> and got that to just got that on the canvas and had that just pop the way it does or whatever. And it, it just baffles me, but it's, it's amazing. And I enjoy watching it. It's, it's something beautiful. What's your favorite painting? Oh, that, that is a tough question. <laughs> well, uh, every time I think I finally have picked out a favorite painting, I look at another one and something else in it stands out. And so it's really hard to actually pick a favorite. Okay. But if I had to commit to one, probably, oh gosh, it'd be down between the big blue bird or maybe war pig. That, that was pretty cool. War pig looks cool. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think I've seen the blue bird one as well. Um, do you focus a lot on animals when doing it? Or is it just sort of like, it just sort of comes? Yeah, they just kind of manifest themselves. And I'm just like, oh, okay, there's a pig on fire. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. If it works, it works. Yeah. That's crazy. Cool. And so you've also graduated from just doing canvas painting to also going on to mugs and stuff that people would actually use. So when did you start doing that? I've actually only started that in the past probably two months or so since I've been uh, attending the East Kelowna Market on mm -hmm. Sundays. So I'm there pretty much every Sunday, and uh, I was noticing a lot of people are walking around, and they, you know, they're not prepared to buy a large piece, right? That they are appreciative of the art, but they want something that's a little more accessible. And so I was like, why not try transferring my my artwork onto smaller, more functional sort of art? Because a lot of people are like, yeah, it's great, but I don't know where I would put it. Well, a mug, I mean, you know, you put it in in your cupboard cupboard right yeah like, <laughs> it's easy for them they're like oh i love mugs i collect <laughs> mugs <laughs> yeah 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 totally so um have you expanded beyond just mugs are you doing other things too yeah i've been working into other sort of ceramics there i use alcohol ink on them and mm. uh create different patterns i have a couple videos on my instagram of uh 
like coasters that I'm just lighting on fire and that's the alcohol ink just lights on fire and creates these cool patterns and it's really neat. So are you transferring your um, paintings that you do onto the mugs and coasters and stuff or is it just sort of like you just paint on those? Yeah, they're they're just little mini canvases basically. I'm just hand painting them. Right, and you use a sealant to... uh, to like obviously seal the paint in so they don't wear off. I remember reading actually on one of your um, descriptions that you don't have dishwasher safe sealant and I was curious, uh, what's the difference? Why doesn't that work and hand washing is fine? Well, because uh, the dishwasher is such high heat and such high pressure a lot of the time, you might be able to get away with it on delicate in the top rack, but uh, my main concern is just the longevity of them. I want to be able to produce something that's quality, but I also want to be able to give uh, the user like an awareness that you know this is a handmade piece this isn't made in a in a factory you know you can't treat it in the same sort of way um, and the sealers that are available for artists are not uh, are not as heavy duty as what they have industrially so I really try to um, make sure that people know that when they're buying them that you know you do have to be careful with it I mean you know it can do some damage for sure you can you can put it in the microwave, you can like, you know, hand wash it and use soaps and all that stuff. But uh, you don't want to be, you know, scrubbing it and Mm -hmm. going crazy, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the ceiling could wear off, the painting could just basically be ruined by that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. And I've noticed that you're now also incorporating a lot of like gold accenting. Yeah, I am loving Mm. the gold right now. (laughs) Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, it's so great. (laughs) Yeah. So what made you want to get into that? Well, I just, I've always loved metallics and I've been trying to incorporate um, some metallics into some of my paintings as well, my canvas paintings. Um, I think it's just such an eye catcher and, you know, people love shiny things. So Yeah, they do. I love shiny things. <laughs> exactly. Me too. <laughs> well, and, and it also adds that effect that depending on what angle you look at it, you're going to get a different um, shade yeah yeah different shades different sheens and basically sort of like a different piece depending on how you're looking at it yeah, yeah. and as it you it almost moves across the mug as you turn it and look at it in the light yeah so it adds a, like a lot more dimension to what you're doing that mm-hmm. way right yeah, it makes it more dynamic oh 100 percent. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so um and in terms of like what you're doing you have the actual prints themselves which totally vary in size and then you also have the prints you also do prints of your of your of your canvases and you sell them off to people so how much what are the price ranges like for what you're doing i try to keep it as affordable as possible because i i can get it fairly affordably um price so i figure I should pass that along to my clients and it varies between $15 for like a five by seven up to about 55, depending on the uh, paper weight and stock for a 16 by 20. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And I can do larger. um, It's just on request. I don't carry them on hand. Right. That makes sense. And in terms of the actual prints or sorry, not the prints, uh, when it comes to the actual uh, canvases, uh, how much do those typically cost? Well, uh, again, it varies. Um, I try not to put emotion into my pricing, which can be difficult. Yeah. Um, I usually try to use a certain amount of formula of price per square inch um, factored in, but most of my originals range from a smaller piece being like a 24 by 24 at about $120 up to 550 is my most expensive piece right okay very cool very cool and so um you have 
You do you always go to the East Kelowna market to show off your stuff? Uh, well, I was there every weekend, uh, every Sunday in the spring, and I plan to do the same in the fall. Over the uh, summer, I have to work Saturdays at my current job, so I'm doing alternating weekends. Oh, I see. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. And um, do you ever showcase your work in other places besides there? I have a couple other markets coming up. Um, mm. I did in high school. I had a couple pieces at the Kelowna Art Gallery as a uh, student showing sort of thing but right. uh other than that i've also got some um, a place coming up at bliss bakery i will be showcasing a couple pieces there in 2019 very cool yeah. that's sick do you already have um the ones that you want uh, up there just sort of selected already i have an idea but i'm sure that will change because like i said i paint fast and <laughs> yeah i really like to get it down when i can and <laughs> tomorrow's yeah. a new day yeah exactly <laughs> totally a new day another two pieces right yeah, <laughs> that's right yeah that's wild okay so i also wanted to get into sort of what was this art battle it happened oh, yes. may 1st for you right that's right yeah 2018 may 1st so how was that like what was what what is that it was so cool. It's basically, um, you've got a whole bunch of local artists coming together to battle against each other, canvas to canvas, um, in a circle, and every you are in a 20-minute time crunch to get to fill your canvas and get votes and uh, be the most voted for painter. Um, all of the pieces were up for auction at the end of the at the end of the event right and uh, it was just a really cool upbeat event to go to it was so unique <laughs> very cool is that a common thing around here because i've never heard of that before yeah it happens once or twice a year this okay. was my first time uh participating yeah but um my understanding is it happens a few times a year yeah ah cool and that okay so um what was the other styles of everybody else like Oh, it varied so wildly. It was very cool, actually. Um, we had one lady, she was doing, like, a very uh, Aboriginal style of, like, you know, an eagle, and it was beautiful, and there was a, a bunch of other abstract artists, too, and uh, just so many different styles. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Um, do you find that in Kelowna there's a lot of people that emulate what you... Or, sorry, um are inspired to make the same style of painting as you or do you find that it's very much just sort of like your alley in terms of like the way that you're doing wedge style painting yeah there's not a ton of people um that are doing my style i i draw a lot of my inspiration from a lot of australian artists actually really so i find like my colors and my style and my methods are very australian based strangely enough why <laughs> i don't know i just i'm really drawn to the artists from australia that um i try to emulate mm. um, that i look up to in Kelowna, i find that it's a lot of uh like landscape artists mm -hmm. and you know that sort of thing so I, I'm trying to kind of push away from that and maybe break a little bit more abstract into Kelowna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's very cool. Is that important to you to sort of like change things up and maybe what the art community is like here? Or is that sort of like just you, that something that you want to do? I mean, it's it's definitely a bit of both. Um, I, of course, want to be recognized for my work, and but I also think it's really important. Art can be such a community-focused um community-focused event as well, um, the way that you display it and, you know, you charity work and donating pieces and that sort of thing. So um, you can get a lot of people involved in it too, especially when I do like my live painting. Um, it just brings a lot of people together and it would be very cool to see Kelowna flourish 
in all different styles. Yeah, I totally think so too. I personally find that the art scene in Kelowna just, maybe because I'm not so a part of it just yet, or at least I don't feel that way. Um, I feel like there's just not a whole lot of cohesiveness when it comes to everything, right? It's just sort of like everyone fends for themselves. Yeah. And I think more of a community vibe would be really healthy for a place like this. It can be difficult as an artist starting out because yeah. there are a lot of... Um, there is a certain... There are the, like the very well-known artists and they definitely lock in the... Um, scene? The scene, exactly. And so it's it can be difficult to break into that. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely been a bit of a struggle for me. Definitely, definitely. But, you know, that's why we do this kind of thing, though. Exactly. You know, like, we try to get people's names out there. We try to, like, uh, do cross-promotional stuff or, like, whatever. Have you ever, you know, I was looking at your art, too, by the way. Some of the sort of, like, especially the colors that you chose for today's piece that I saw when I was came over to take your photo. Um like, have you ever thought about maybe like commit, like selling your art to a musician for album artwork or just like maybe collaborating with other artists around here? Like maybe having, say, a base, like your painting as a base for somebody else to sort of go on top of to do their own thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love to collaborate with other other areas of art. You know, it's very cool to be able to bring music and paint and everything else just together to have such a neat vibe together, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I think that'd be a really cool thing to see. I would love to see, like, somebody maybe drawing some, like, symbols on top of your painting or just, like, anything like that. That's at least as far, like, that's what I just sort of see. But obviously, the what you're, what you're doing now is, like, great. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> That's why I have you on here. <laughs> so that's very, very cool. Yeah. Um, and so do you mostly post all your stuff just on to Instagram to show and then they see you in person for them to buy? Or do you have like an online web, so uh, web store? I do. Yeah, I have my website, uh, www.jadebateman.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I have an online store that people can buy from. Um, mostly my Instagram is for like my progress and like, hey, here's what I'm doing today. What, like people really like to see the process and mm -hmm. so that's what I use Instagram for mainly and then I use my website for um, my events of what's coming up and my pieces uh, my like personal gallery of what's available for sale and what I have done um, yeah right and where do you want your art to go like what do you wh what do you ultimately want to see come out of the whole thing well my main goal is to be able to go full-time at some point and just pursue it completely be able to have like my own studio that's not in my house <laughs> yeah i find it difficult sometimes to separate life from painting because mm. it's so meshed together right now yeah so that's kind of my goal is to make it like my my job that i love <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely that's a tough thing to do but i honestly think that if you have the passion for it and as long as you keep up putting out quality stuff you'll be able to get into it absolutely yeah and a lot of this whole thing is networking too which is uh, of course why i wanted to get to know you a little more because even though we've known each other for like quite a few years i literally had no idea that you were an artist <laughs> so it's cool to have you here thank you, thank you so much <laughs> yeah no worries no worries and so um you yeah so I normally save this for the end, but like people can find all your stuff on Instagram, just like you were just saying, That's right? right. Yeah. Uh, how do you spell Jade Bateman, by the way, for the people that are listening? Yeah, it's J A I D E. Bateman is B A T E M A N. It's Batman with an E in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Very cool. Very cool. Um, did you have any other messages that you wanted to 
bring out into the world about the things that you're uh, doing or like anything in general that you're interested in uh, regarding the art scene at all? Yeah, I mean, I just really hope that um, I'll be able to collaborate with other artists in the future. And I really want to be able to um, move my art forwards. And I hope to be able to, you know, create a space where um, people can feel comfortable like coming to me about art and stuff like that. I'd love to pursue workshops. Actually, I'm taking my yoga teacher training upcoming in um, in October. So what I really want to do is uh, integrate yoga and art. And maybe with the yoga, you can set your intention of, you know, where you want to be by the end and then go and relay those feelings onto a canvas. I thought that would be a really neat, neat kind of therapeutic therapeutic yeah. thing for people to do i think so 100 percent. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure and mike what about you do you have anything you want to any messages that you want to get across to the world at all and to anything to our listeners yeah um i just yeah, i think that every, you know um sometimes people kind of get um in their heads sometimes about when it when it comes to art and everybody should just know that art is for everyone you yeah. know just because you walk into an art museum and you look around and go i don't understand any of this or whatever doesn't mean that you're not an art person or art's not for you or whatever, because something else is right around the corner and you don't know what it is. So just get out there and explore, look at it. And you know, you don't have to even fully understand it. I think for some people too, a part of it is a mystery in the painting. If you see something in it and you like it or it intrigues you, then maybe that's, maybe that's the art for you, you know? And it's just, you know, don't be afraid of it or don't think, oh, you know, I'm not part of that community or whatever. Art, art is for everybody. It's everywhere and everybody's going to have different tastes, but just, you know, just get out there, explore it. And you never, you just never know when something's going to hit you in the face and you'll just go, wow. Yeah. Damn. And alternatively too, for people that want to like try their hand at art for the first time and painting and that sort of thing. Like me. You know, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Mike has picked up a paintbrush like maybe five times before I met him. And he's actually been doing some really phenomenal pieces himself. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She's sort of, um, well, because I mean, you know, I get to sit there and watch a lot of it. And so I had a few ideas in my, uh, of my own and uh, I was really intrigued by the poor painting initially and then thought, hey, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that. And so, of course, I turned to Jade and said, you know, I, I want to do this. How do I how do I do it? And so then she'd sit there with me and go, OK, we'll do this and try that. No, you need a little more paint. And, you know, and now it's at the stage where she'll buy me a canvas and come home and say, well, this one's for you. And then I just start gobbing some paint on and spread and paint and try to do what I can and see what see what works. <laughs> Damn. Now, I said this before. Uh, this is not a relationship podcast, but... Jade, how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that I can share my passion with him. It's really, it's oh, really beautiful. <laughs> that's wild. That Man, that makes me feel good. Damn, that's so sick. Well, and, and it's good, too, because then also, too, like, it helps me. It's That was one of the major things that really helped me sort of understand where she comes from as an artist. Whereas, you know, so, like, before, like, maybe I'm cooking dinner in the kitchen. She's painting away, and I can hear, like, ah, darn it, or whatever, you know. And she's, uh, I know something's going on, and I'm going, well, I don't, I don't understand exactly what's happening or why it's frustrating, but I'll just leave you to it. And then painting myself, I now understand why when you have some uh, like a vision in your in your mind's eye and you're trying to produce that and you just it's just not doing what you want <laughs> and it can be like a roadblock but uh yeah but yeah it's a, I, I really understand a lot more like why she enjoys it and 
just I, I just want her to keep going with it because I totally get it now. Yeah. It's, from what I'm hearing, you gained a lot of insight from all this, which oh. is very cool. I never I, I hope that a lot of the listeners that I have will experience the same sort of deal because uh, maybe the people that are listening aren't maybe visual artists like you guys are. But uh, hopefully this would inspire them to do that. Absolutely. And uh, that's kind of that's obviously why I had you on here because I think what you guys do is like very very cool and inspiring and so um, that's that's friggin' amazing. Thanks. Uh, where do you want your painting to go, Mike? Oh gosh, right now they just hang on the wall of the man cave. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just just paint what I can to make the place look cool, and I I, I don't really have a goal towards like really kind of getting anywhere there. It's just more so just the enjoyment and right. being able to paint something and go. Wow, I did that. Yeah. I don't think we have the space in our place for two full-time artists at this point. (laughs) It it already looks like a gallery in there. (laughs) Maybe one day. (laughs) It does. It does look like a gallery. But I love it, though. I think it's very cool, especially since, you know, you're making the room to have such a big, big piece. I swear, it almost almost looked like it was taller than me, but it's awesome. By the way, I'm six foot, if anybody was wondering. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no, it's very cool. I really, really respect that. That's awesome. Um, Mike, do you ever showcase your art online at all? Like, post anything? Um, I haven't posted anything myself. I live in the dark ages. I am so not (laughs) media savvy, so I I never put anything out there. But Jade's put the odd piece or two out there for me just to sort of get some feedback. Um, There was one piece I was stuck on in particular, and I just just didn't really know like what what else should I add to it. So she put it out there for you know some community feedback. What do what do people think it might be might need? A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and search for some suggestions but uh right now it's just a just a casual fun thing painting's, cool painting's fun yeah <laughs> honestly you don't have to take painting seriously at all Not you at can all. you can just totally just do it for fun and that's fine happy yep. little trees yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly rest in peace bob ross <laughs> exactly that's wonderful um yeah Great. That's amazing. Thank you very much for coming on to my podcast. Thank you. Uh, I really, really appreciate it a lot. It was a blast listening to you guys talk. Um, and so before we go, I wanted to just let you all know that uh, once again, we are all on Spotify. We are on Apple's podcast app. And we are also on Overcast and all the other major streaming platforms for you to hear the wonderful voices of all the guests that come by. Um, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to follow us, like us all over on Facebook and Instagram. And also don't forget to follow uh jade as well on her instagram and mike do you have an instagram no no okay (laughs) i barely use facebook (laughs) oh you only use facebook barely barely oh okay okay (laughs) well follow us all we'll follow you back um and uh, thank you for listening have a great rest of your day bye